Adaption from Radiant Church by Tara Beth Leach, adapted from Chapter 1, The Call to Radiance. In Matthew 5, Jesus steps on a mount and begins to teach. His prophetic words are drenched in love and wrapped in vision. It was a sermon unlike any other that has now found its home in what we call the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5-7. through In it, Jesus shares his dreams for the already but not yet people of God in Christ. He paints a vivid vision of how the people of God are to live, love, act, and care for one another. His words are no doubt piercing, and they likely make us squirm at times. But what Jesus proclaims is an illuminating and radiant vision for the bride of Christ. Jesus' words are no mere suggestion. Rather, they are a passionate and piercing command for the people of God to live into, no matter where they live. That is, those who are citizens of the kingdom of God. Following Jesus' declaration of those who make the lists of the blessed life, Jesus calls the church to lean into the radiant vision of the church. He calls us salt and light. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5:13-16. Like other popular passages of Scripture, we sometimes miss out on the fullness of what Jesus is calling us to. Often we read this passage through the lens of I instead of we, and then interpret it as, I should do more good deeds. However, this prophetic declaration of Jesus should push and pull the church into the radiant church it was meant to be. While one star is certainly something to behold, a sky full of sparkling stars is stunning. Our witness is corporate, found within congregations and communities. Our witness is a collective presence and voice and light rather than an individual. This passage isn't a random call to do good things. Rather, we are called to lean into the missional imagination of the triune God. That is, the imagination that unfolds beginning in the book of Genesis. The radiant gospel is about a people leaning into and reflecting the goodness of God to an embattled world. The radiant gospel is about the people of God in Christ extending the table and gathering as an alternative community in a world gone awry. We are to embody the power of blessing. That in the middle of a chaotic, prideful, sinful, decaying, embattled, broken world, we would embody the promises of Abraham and live the vision of Jesus as salt and light, as a covenant community in Christ. We don't just randomly do salt and light kind of things. Rather, we are salt and light. As salt and light, we are called to mediate the goodness, light, love, and holiness of God. What a radiant call God has entrusted to God's people. Adapted from Radiant Church by Tara Beth Leach. Copyright 2021 by Tara Beth Leach. Published by InterVarsity Press, Downers Grove, Illinois. www.ivpress.com. Mm-hmm.